We hope you're enjoying the Mutual Audio Network. Stick around, there's much more to come. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. I tell you, my friends, there's little that can drive one harder and faster than love. Love can make you do a great many crazy things, and I have just returned from experiencing one of the craziest of them all. Let me tell you a tale, ladies and gentlemen, that will leave you baffled and bewildered, just as it left me. Of course, I have changed the names. I am a man of honor, but have no doubts that these are indeed the facts of the case. Have any of you heard of the Silk Scarf Bandit? Yes, I can see by the looks of shock on your faces that you know her well. A female highwoman, clad in silk robes and wearing a black mask. Skilled in the martial arts and using her gentle silk dress as a weapon more deadly than any sword. Only a woman could have conceived of making something so beautiful into something so deadly. <sighs> Why, when I think of that silk around my neck, it just makes my... Oh, oh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? Well, fill your cups, gentlemen. For here's a tale you'll remember tonight, long after the drinks are done. I guarantee it. I was walking through the marketplace on my way to see a young nurse at a certain doctor's clinic who caught my fancy recently. She and I had been making eyes at each other on each of the times I had found myself in her master's care, and I had decided it was time for the peacock to show the hen his tail feathers, as it were. Because of this, I was on a quest to find myself a beautiful silk scarf. Yes, the irony is not lost on me, and was going from cellar to cellar looking for one who perhaps owed me favors or looked dull enough to talk in circles. It was while I searched for such a fine individual that I heard a voice calling my name. Go? I say, little go. No, look over here, in the carriage. Over here! Tang, if you want me to see you, you're going to have to show more than your white nose behind the curtains of your carriage. Yes, yes, fine, fine. Go get in the carriage, please. Yes, that's the good fellow. Hop to it. Ah, oh, Tang, you need to lay off the perfume. Ah, oh, it smells like the Emperor's flower garden in here. I'm sorry, old boy, I use these scents to calm my nerves. Lavender, vanilla, and green plum, all the finest perfumes I could order from the provincial capital. Well, they may be calming your nerves, but they're giving me quite the headache. Can we open one of these doors and let a little fresh air in to wrestle with these scents? We will do nothing of the sort. I need all the power they can give me. Go, a most horrible event has occurred, one that perhaps cannot be described in mere words. Oh, I think you'll find a way. My wedding gift from my fiancé, Little Bay, has been stolen. There, you see? It wasn't that hard. 
go, this is hardly the time to be making light of things. I'm in a panic. Look at me, I'm covered in sweat, and my heart sounds like it has a woodpecker banging away on it. Poor fellow, he's aiming a little low. Go, listen to me. Okay, so your wedding present got stolen. Tang, you own half a white fox town. Just buy her another one. Go, it was my mother's silver comb, a priceless heirloom given to my family by the emperor himself. It cannot be replaced. And you already told her what you were giving her, right? Exactly, exactly. You know, you could lie. Go! Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so before I'm overcome by fumes, tell me why the richest man in town needs help for one of the poorest. Go, as you said, I am a most wealthy man and can get a great deal done. However, there are some things money can't buy, and that includes friendship. Do you want to be my friend? Hmm. Does it pay well? Extremely. Then I am your best friend in the world. So, my dear friend, how can I help you get it back? I need you to go talk to a bandit for me. The rogue who stole it while it was being brought here last week, and the one who holds my future in her vile little perfumed hands. Her? Wait, you don't mean it's... Yes, the silk scarf bandit. Well, this looks like the place. My contacts told me I'd find Light Touch Toe here, and he'll know how to find the Silk Scarf Bandit. I just hope Toe hasn't picked any rich pockets recently, or he might be too drunk to talk. It is late afternoon, after all. Bartender! <laughs> Another round for my friends! Too late. Well, it might be easier to get him to talk this way. Hey, Toe! Little go. Come begging for change, gambler. Toe, if I wanted your money, I'd have to rob the bartender. Hey, 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 you're a funny guy, ain't you? Always quick with the lip. We'll get lost. I got no time for you today. Not even if it pays for the next round of drinks for you and these fine friends of yours? What do you want? An introduction. Who? Oh, the lady bandit everyone's talking about. I'm told you know her. King of hell! Keep your voice down when you talk about that kind of stuff! Why? Afraid other people looking to settle debts with her might come to see you? My, my, that would be troublesome, wouldn't it? I guess I shouldn't connect the two of you in public together. And I won't. If you help me find her. But I... Toe, for the last time, I know you know her. Where's... Okay, okay, I'll help you, I'll help you. Hells, what rock did your mother call out from under? <laughs> the one next to the wine jug yours did. Here's the money, I'll be throwing dice outside when you're done. You won't join us? We're attracting enough attention as it is, and I think you'll drink enough for the both of us.
You're not light touch toe. He got drunk and fell down. I came here to take his place. The message I received was from me. I wanted to meet you. I'm sorry. I don't like talking to strangers. She's leaping into the air and off into the trees. Well, two can play at that game. A well-mannered lady. Sorry, but I'm afraid I must insist. Your lightfoot kung fu is good. Mother was a bird. Well, let's see how you fly to the pines, little bird. She's dived into that stand of thick pine trees. Tianna, I lost her. Oh wait, what's that? It's a piece of white silk sticking out from behind that bush. Okay, I'll just leap down and grab... Huh? This is just a handkerchief. Where's... Well, little bird, it seems you have my silk around your neck. Now stop struggling or I'll tighten it until your face is as dark as an autumn plum. There. That's better. Now, who sent you? Be quick or I'll snap your neck like popping a head off a flower. Here to negotiate, not fight. That's not a name. Name not important. Now you see, that's where you and I differ. I like to know who's sending assassins to get their petty little revenge. Give me a name. My tenacious Tang. What? Who did you say? Say that name again. Tenacious Tang. What? I couldn't hear that. Say it again. Tenacious Tang. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> there. I've used my knife to cut free. No. Going somewhere, Miss Bandit? I don't think so. You and I are going to take a little swim. Oh no, I'm all wet. What's wrong, Miss Bandit? Oh, that's right. The one weakness of the silk scarf maiden technique is water. Too bad someone asked to meet you next to a stream, isn't it? Wait, don't hurt me. If you do, you'll regret it. Oh, and why is that? I seem to be holding all the tiles, and, oh look, you've got none. Because if you kill me, then you'll be signing your own death warrant. How do you think your boss would like it if he found out who you'd killed? Oh, take off that mask then, and let's find out who you really are. Fine. There. Now do you understand? But, you're, you're little Bay. Yes. Tenacious Tank's fiancé! So, you've been stealing to pay your own dowry? Yes. You see, a while back my family was once rich in the past. Today we're living on little more than rice and soup and what the local people provide for us. Even our house is really just owned by our neighbor. He's just kind enough to let us continue to live there. Huh. Unbelievable. I never would have guessed. Neither did Tang, the poor fool. He's so in love with me, he didn't even look into my background. He just swept me up and asked me to marry him. Of course I said yes. I couldn't let my parents suffer any longer. But when I learned they needed a dowry, we were stuck. We have to pay for his family's gift money on the day of my wedding, or they'll call it off and send me home. Tang might not care. He's a sweet man and truly loves me, I believe. But there's no way his family will accept me without proper dowry. True, but what made you become a bandit? You have half the city guard looking for you. 
There must be safer ways to make money than this. My father always wanted a son, so he trained me in Kung Fu since I was small. It was the only way I could earn money. I've only been robbing rich caravans, though, and stealing from those who need it least. Hmm, <laughs> including your own fiancé. Didn't anyone ever tell you that women are supposed to wait until after the wedding for stuff like that? I didn't mean to. I didn't know who that caravan belonged to until tonight. I swear! Well, that's fine. Look, I need you to return something you took from the convoy. You can keep the rest. He doesn't care. But you took a silver comb that means everything in the world to him. It's not like you won't get it back. It is your bridal present. No, no, no! Hey, it's just for a little while. Go, that's not it! Go, I've done a terrible thing! Just one? Huh. I think there's a whole list following you around, lady. I sold my own wedding present! What do you mean you won't sell it to us? That's twice as much as you paid for it! Yep. That's robbery! You're a thief! <laughs> Look who's talking, missy. Nah, I want to sell it back to you. I really do. But the truth is, I already sold it. A rich guy came in here this morning and bought it. He was so happy, he poured the money right onto this desk here in front of me without even asking how much it was. Just grabbed it and walked out. Oh, no. Wait just a moment. Can you describe this man for us? Sure. Tall, skinny, with a thin mustache. Smelled like he'd been rolling around in flowers all morning. I didn't say nothing, though. What a man does is his own business. If it wasn't for the mustache, I might have thought he was a eunuch or something. Tang. So, he's got it back. Go! It's wonderful! Now I can get married after all. Not so fast, Bright Eyes. Old man, did the rich guy say anything about the comb when he found it? Yeah, he said it was a perfect copy of whatever it was he was looking for. That's what I thought. Come on, little Bay, we've got to go. Go? What's wrong? Bay, he thinks it's a copy. He doesn't know he's got the original. He's probably planning on using this as the backup if he can't get the real one back. I don't understand. Why is that bad? Look, Bay, it's bad because Tang is the kind of guy who would feel guilty his entire life if he gives you a fake comb. He'll never forgive himself for not getting you the real one back. Oh, yes, you're right. So, there's only one thing left to do. What's that? Tonight, the Silk Scarf Bandit is going to pay Tenacious Tang a little visit and steal the comb back again. Go! Go, come in and sit down. You come at just the right time. I'm beside myself with worry. You did bring good news with you, didn't you? Please say you did. Wine? No, thank you, Tang. Um, Tang, there's no other way for me to say this, so I'm just going to come right out. I've given it my best, but she, she, just, she just covers her tracks too well. Oh, I see. Well, I know you did what you could. 
Oh, I did have one stroke of luck this afternoon. You did? Yes. I was beside myself with worry and decided to take a walk near the east wall. I know it's strange, but I find the sound of the weaver's wheel soothing. I have ever since I was a child. While I was walking, I had the queerest feeling and looked into a store. There, on the storekeeper's bench, was a silver comb just like Mother's. Well, of course, I rushed in and bought it right away. Heavens above, I didn't think there were any others like it, but there it was. At first, I was overjoyed, but looking at it, I could see it was a poor copy, nothing so good as the one Mother owned. Still, worse comes to worse and all that, eh? Absolutely. Tang, you've got to look on the bright side. She'll probably never know the difference. Can I see it? Yes, of course. I have it here on my desk in this box. Let me just open it for you. I had it under lock and key, so nothing could happen to it. Oh, I see what you mean. Hmm, shabby thing, isn't it? Yes. My only hope is my dear little Bay has only seen the original once, so she may still believe this to be it. Huh. Mind if I take it out and check it? Be my guest. Just try not to drop it. Tang, I'm not going to drop your precious little silver comb. Hmm, let me hold it up in the light. Go! Look at the window! What? Tang, it's the silk scarf bandit! <laughs> I'll be taking that! She used a silk whip to grab the comb from my hands! Gods! Gods! Thanks for the comb, rich man. It will match the other one I stole. Go stop her! She's getting away! <laughs> Not if I can help it. Go! Oh my, he's leapt out the window after her. I've got you now, thief. Give that back. What's wrong? The poor rich boy can't live without a silver comb? Fine. If he wants it so much, he can swim for it. No, you threw it in the river. <laughs> Let the pig wallow in the mud for his piece of silver. Bandit, now I've got you. No, let go of me. Ugh. I'll get you. Go. Go. I'm here, Tang. I'm here. Just let me climb back through your window. Ah, oh, what a fighter. No wonder everyone's afraid of her. Go! What happened? I couldn't see for the wall. Sorry, Tang. She got away. And she threw your new comb into the river. My heart. Oh, I need to sit down. Oh, go. I'm ruined. Ruined, I say. Well, I wouldn't say that. What? Whatever do you mean? Uh, please go, this is no time for games. While we were fighting, I saw something shining in her hair, and while we were struggling, I grabbed it. Here, take a look. What do you mean, what was in my hand? Why, the silver comb, of course. Tang was so overjoyed to have it back, he never doubted for a moment that it might be the real thing. He gave it to Little Bay the very next day, and as quick as you can say my name, they were married. Little Bay, or should I say, the silk scarf bandit, retired from her life of crime and is now the high and mighty Mrs. So-and-so, with her family name and fortune restored. And that, my friends, brings us to the end of this strange tale of love and deception. I hope you all learned something from it. We really do see what we want to see in life, don't we? Now, if you'll excuse me, a certain doctor should be closing up shop about now, and I need to see the stars shine in a certain young lady's eyes. What? This thing in my pocket? 
Why, it's a silk scarf, of course. You didn't think I'd let all that unused silk go to waste, did you? Little Go and the Silk Scarf Bandit, written and produced by Robin Patterson, starring in order of appearance... David Alt as Tenacious Tang. Ty Konzak as a soft touch toe. Ying Fa Star as Bai Lei. River Kanoff as old pawnbroker Hui. And Robin Patterson as Little Go. Sound effects found on freesounds.au, findsounds.com, the Apple iLife Sound Effects Collection, and provided by Axel of the VAA, the Voice Acting Alliance. Casting done on voiceactingalliance.com. This story and all related characters are copyright 2007 Robin Patterson. All rights reserved. This step into audio adventure and others can be found at kungfuactiontheater.com, where theater is spelt with an R-E at the end because that's how it's done with style. Until next time, zaijian, bye-bye. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.